Hey, man, thanks for coming over. Are you ready to record the next episode? Yeah, yeah, but where's my chair? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, it should be either by the pillow fort, the pizza pile, or the trash. Did you say pizza pile? Did you say leftover pizza? Hey, I found it in the pillow fort. That's cheating. Pillows only. Good lord, this place is a pigsty. Hey, at least it's cleaner than Lee's. That's why we record over here. You still have some meat lovers. Dibs. I'm calling Made for More. Made for More, the in-home cleaning service your guests deserve. Oh my god, is that a mouse? Running in the lives! Hello and welcome to the Movies with Chill podcast. This is our third episode. Today we'll be discussing Renfield, a 2023 action comedy gothic horror movie directed by Chris McKay, starring Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, Aquafina, Ben Schwartz, and Shore Agdashlu. After ages of servitude to legendary narcissist Count Dracula, played by Nicholas Cage, Renfield, played by Nicholas Holt, begins a journey to end his codependent relationship after attending a self-help group. Meanwhile, New Orleans traffic cop Rebecca, played by Aquafina, vows to avenge her father's death after a run-in with a local mob family. Hilarity and gore ensues after Rebecca and Renfield's paths cross in a local bar fight. Today we're joined by Lee and David again, and David actually picked the film for discussion today. Uh, David, why did you select Renfield for review? I had I'd seen it once, and I'd seen it like at a a party, sitting outside watching it on the screen, and I just thought it was entertaining. I know it is not a high quality movie, but I found it very entertaining, and uh, was hoping that we could get more of a discussion going with this movie. Awesome. Well, thanks for the suggestion. We're going to start off again with another icebreaker. Which classic movie monster deserves more recognition? I'll go first. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say The Creature from the Black Lagoon. I'd like to know more of a backstory on it. His love story wasn't enough for you? It, it wasn't. I want a more modern twist to it. Gotcha. You want to okay. reboot. Reboot it. Reboot. That's what, uh, reboot. reboot. That's what I want. <laughs> All right. I mean, he was good in Monster Squad. Yeah. We need more of that. What about Shape of Water? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not into that inner What about you, Lee? Kind of thing. Uh... Honestly, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. You're not uh, a Universal Monsters guy. I it's it's just been around forever. So they've all gotten several chances at this, except for Creature from the Black Lagoon. In my opinion, he had you know Shape of Water, which you know yeah. it's not the same thing. But I just don't I don't care. You don't Dracula's think, been done to death. You don't think like American Werewolf in London is a good classic werewolf? It is. That's what I'm saying. I don't you, think you anybody just, really needs yeah. more. Another fresh look. The Mummy had a great run with Brendan Fraser. Well, I mean, I think this movie, Renfield, is a very fresh look on Dracula. It's a very fresh look. I will agree <laughs> with that statement that it is very, very fresh. Hopefully, it's a little bit higher than uh, American Werewolf 2, right? It can't be any worse than that's, American that's Werewolf true. 2. American Werewolf <laughs> I think I've seen that Paris? movie one time. Yeah, it was in Paris. Yeah, it was Paris. I don't yeah. think I've actually seen American Werewolf in London more than once. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
I'm, I think I'm going to agree with you, David. Creature from the Black Lagoon definitely deserves a, a creature feature. Just something, you right. know? Yeah. Are you, are you going, like, straight up monster, like, not a good dude? Or is he misunderstood? misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I'm going to say uh, maybe not monster and then monster. You know what I mean? Like, start off Misunderstood with a, and then... And then badass. Fed up. Yeah. I'm done yeah, yeah, with yeah. this. Yeah. And I'm going to lean into it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. Beep. I like it. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk a little bit about the movie before we get into spoilers. So, Renfield was released March 30th, 2023, at the Overlook Film Festival, which actually takes place in New Orleans, Louisiana, which is the location for our, our film. It was released in theaters in April 14th, 2023 with a budget of $65 million, and it grossed only $26 million worldwide. Top box office for that weekend, Super Mario Brothers, The Pope's Exorcist, John Wilk Chapter 4, Renfield, and Air, a story about Sonny Vaccaro, a marketing executive for Nike, trying to land Michael Jordan for a shoe line. Had some competition. I know I saw John Wick that weekend. Did you? Yeah. I think we saw... Uh, Super Mario Brothers. So. Super Mario Brothers I as well. I saw that the following week. Yeah. Oh, so, there you go. And probably why it did so poorly is why it was ended up being released on streaming not even 60 days later. June 9th, it hit Peacock. Oh, my gosh. Free? Like free streaming? On, well, on Peacock, you had the premium. Interesting. I had a runtime of 93 minutes. I that like that. Was Did you? a stretch. Oh my god, that's like the perfect. I'm sick of. I, we need movies at that link now. Uh, I, I think I'm so. sick they of three were, hour long no, movies. They struggled. They to were make the it that most long. fun 93 minutes you've <laughs> ever had, Lee. Don't look at me like that. They I've can't had, see your I've had a lot of a lot of fun in 90 minutes, and that was not it. What about the three? Yeah, I've had better. There was at least times. three minutes of it. No, I'm not saying it was terrible. I don't hate it, and I'll tell you all about that. Right. It wasn't good. The movie is loosely based on Bram Stoker's iconic creatures in the novel Dracula. Have either of you guys read the movie or read the novel? No, no, I've never read the novel. Never okay. read the novel, and I did not seen the watch movie. Seen the movie? The seen the movie. Reeves. Oh, it's great. That's I know a it is. Great I just movie. haven't. Wa- I tried to watch it, and I fell asleep. Yeah. Really? Because it was late, and I'm old. For Renfield or for? No, Renfield. I struggled to pay attention to. <laughs> so uh, funny enough, I was going to talk about the acting, but Nicholas Cage's uncle is Francis Ford Coppola, and he directed Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1992. And the studio wanted Nicolas Cage instead of Keanu Reeves to play Jonathan Harker. But Coppola didn't want to work with his nephew again after they had a bad experience on Peggy Sue Got Married in 1986. Uh, good old Frank knew what he was talking about. <laughs> Made the right call with Keanu. Oh, I, I mean, I agree with that. Right. Nick Cage has his, he has his place in Hollywood. He, he's not a second banana <laughs> to anybody no. on the screen I, ever. I'm not going to agree with that completely. No, not at all. I'm not going to agree with that completely. I think he has his place. I think there's a lot of Nick Cage fans out there, and I think it's one of those where once you start circling around that drain, which it kind of sounds like you have recently, you get pulled in, and I think I think you jump on board. Yeah, a lot of Nick Cage in my life here lately that I 
was not ready for. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris McKay described the movie as a quasi-sequel to Universal's 1931 English-language film, Dracula. You can okay. kind of tell that by the beginning of the movie. They had uh, some kind of black and white. We'll get to that in a little bit. Sure. Uh, how'd you guys feel about the tone of the movie? Again, I liked that it was fast paced. There, it wasn't. I didn't think it was ever boring. I liked the over the topness of it. Yeah, I think that was super entertaining. The fight scenes are super entertaining. Mm-hmm. I liked it. So okay. that's what I'm gonna. I mean, I yeah. liked it. I think it's a fun movie. It's <laughs> right. entertaining. Okay, it was fun. I'm not gonna deny that. Okay. It was a fun movie. Right. It was just all kinds of dumb for me. I, I little, 100% agree with you. A little mm-hmm. over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, a little over the top yeah. for me. I'm like, okay. A little ham-fisted with the gore. It's up there with, opinion. like, um, Attack of the Killer Clowns. Yeah. Ridiculous, but fun. So I was I was on board with the movie for about two-thirds of the way through. Mm-hmm. And then what kind of cut me off was the editing. Like, I, I think I was on board. Like I said, I, I was on board. And then there was a couple editing choices where the movie just kind of lost me. And it I, I tried to just keep re-engaged, but it, it just didn't pan out for me sure. in the end. But like I said, that first two-thirds of it I thought was, was a lot of fun. Would you guys recommend people watch this movie before we go into spoilers? If you like gore and nonsense and a whole lot of Nick Cage being Nick Cage... Go see this movie or watch this movie. Yeah. It's it's fun. So, You're not going to be bored. I, it's got some decent laughs. I think we both know the people that we would recommend the movie to, right? Yeah. Like, it's like a 12-year-old kid would love this movie. I mean, sure. But like, there are people that I know that would enjoy the ridiculousness of this movie and not look for... The cinematography Any and depth. the storytelling. Any and the, depth. Right. It's all on the yeah. surface. It's just fun. It's all right there right, for you to see. Right there. It really, I mean, it really yeah. is. Yeah, you're, you don't got to do a lot of thinking. Sure. You're not going to see a lot of character development in this picture. I mean, this movie was nothing but character yeah, development. Yeah, oh I Renfield. think you missed. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the movie is character development. I, I for, agree. For who? For Renfield. Renfield. Yeah. Dude was was that way from the get-go. He was figuring he it was, out. He was learning things. He was spineless for 90-some years. <laughs> and then just like, I'm done. That's not character development. Well, that's, we, did, we didn't see exhaustion. the 90 years. We, we just exhaustion. saw the current. He was ready to die. This movie is, is no Shawshank. You're going to exactly. go in. You're going to turn your brain week, off. didn't we? <laughs> I think we're going to say that a whole bunch of times. Like, it's not Shawshank. That is, I believe that's going to be our saying. Our saying. Well, it ain't Shawshank. It ain't it's no Shawshank. Shawshank. It's good, but it ain't Shawshank. And it ain't, it ain't even the trailer to Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I agree. <laughs> I think I would recommend it to, if you just want to sit down, you want to have a, a good time, it's, it's rated R. There's comedy, there's gore, there's action. It is over the top gore. It let's is get over that. The top. Let's, it yeah, is let's like get that it's out like there. Tarantino <laughs> fifteen gallons of blood come out of one limb right. over the top. Yeah. I mean, right. not to spoil anything, because I really don't think it's much of a spoiler, but when you can throw a severed arm across <laughs> a gap at a motel in like apartment a Spanish villa and <laughs> impale the person you're throwing it at. Right. 
it's definitely over the top. He's very powerful. I yes. I agree, and I we'll get into that later. I don't understand it. <laughs> so this is the part that if you want to avoid the spoilers, shut this stuff off now. Go watch the movie. Go watch it, and then come back and, and listen back. to Lee rip it apart. I am gonna destroy this. Thing. <laughs> I hope you all love it, and I hope you hate me for ruining your dreams. Welcome to our spoiler discussion. Dun, we, dun, dun. we always start off with a little bit of trivia before we get into spoilers. Are you boys ready for this? Sure. Ready, Freddy. Okay. What is Renfield's full name? David? That would be Robert Montague Renfield. Correct. What was the name of the bar where Rebecca and Renfield meet? Mul- Mulfer? Oh my gosh, what was it? It was something right, it's right there. Mumford's? M- no. Ah, just tell us. Mulates. Yes, that's it. Yes, yes. How many familiars does Renfield fight in the Lobel's house at the climax of the film? Eight. Eight? Six. Lee's correct. Six. I was guessing. Me too. What does Dracula drink when he is dieting? Blood light. Oh, Ugh. sorry. <laughs> I missed that, but I love it. <laughs> I give that... Three pairs of New Balances. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. That was actually not part of the trivia. That was that was for something else. <laughs> what specific people does Dracula order Renfield to get him? A bus full of cheerleaders, nuns, and couples on vacation. Ooh. So close. So close. I would say you get three... And a quarter points. Okay. Happy couples, unsuspecting tourists, nuns, mm. and a bus full of children. I combined two of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. What was the name of the character that Renfield kept interrupting during the self-help meetings? Oh, I can't. I, Any guess, Lee? Trevor. No, it's a it's a short-haired female. And... Oh, right. She gets, she gets interrupted every time. Every time. Every time. Every yeah, time. I can't remember her name. Carol. Mm. Carol. Okay. So if Carol I'm not Baskins, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about Carol Baskins. <laughs> How could you? You guys have two and a quarter points. Is that correct? Sure. Or two and three quarters. Sure. sure. <laughs> All right. I don't know how many points we got. Not enough. I mean, I got more points than you do. Because <laughs> you paid attention <laughs> twice. So we have a bonus question, and since this doesn't relate to the movie, if you answer it incorrectly, it will not count towards your total of misses. But if answered correctly, it will add an additional point to your guys' overall score. This is the second time Nicolas Cage played a vampire on film. Can you name the first? Yes. Hold on. It's right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can see it. It's from the 80s. I can, he's like in a white, like, tiled room. I can see it. <laughs> so close. Transylvania <laughs> It's, um... Love at First Bite. Vampire's Kiss. Damn, so close. 1989. So you were close. I was close. I could see it in my head. I just didn't know the name of it. Vampire's Kiss. I just see his face with the the fangs and everything. He's looking up at the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. All right. So, David, since you picked our movie, you will get to lead us in our long-form plot discussion. Go ahead and take it away. Well, hold on real quick before we start this. Okay. Uh, for the trivia, I was just going to give you just some unknown facts about the movie. Oh, fantastic. So just 
yeah, just yeah. a couple of things. When he's eating the bugs, mm-hmm. he the actor is really eating the bugs except the cockroaches. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. He, Even the him, spiders? Him and Nick Cage ate bugs during the making of this movie. Ugh. And the second one was that Nick Cage filed his teeth down, prosthetic teeth to fit right so he could talk in his normal voice. Wow. That's that crazy. Is commitment. That is <laughs> commitment. For sure. Method actor. Did that make you like the movie anymore, Lee? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Since David chose the film for this evening, he will be leading us in our long-form plot discussion. Take it away, David. In the early 20th century, Transylvania vampire Count Dracula meets English lawyer R.M. Renfield. Renfield hopes to broker a deal for some land, provides being a useful assistant. He ends up becoming Dracula's familiar, allowing him to be immortal and gaining super strength and speed when he consumes bugs. Plot hole number one. Okay. Are we keeping track? How? What? How does how does eating bugs you can, do anything? That is literally in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay, yeah. So I've so not seen it. You're blaming Bram Stoker for the plot hole. Oh no, I'm blaming. Well, here's the deal. The I, I'll, I'll give this to you, Lee. I, I think it's because Dracula literally is consuming a, life, a demon as well. Like yeah. he is okay. evil, so, and consuming bugs is just a way of icking people out. Okay, I get that. But I, being the dum-dum that I am, okay. and everybody will know that I am the dum-dum, <laughs> I need things to be explained to me. Okay. Like, how the hell does Bugs equate to all this power? What did what did he do to Renfield to make him eat the bugs and it does something? Because he does it later in the films. So, for example, uh, I'm just I'm spitballing here. Mm-hmm. I would assume that Dracula, in order to, to sustain his life... He has to consume somebody else's life. He does something to Renfield to where Renfield has to consume life because it's bugs. He's just not able to consume human life and become full-on vampire. Whether it be bugs, I think bugs are just because they're small. Well, I, th- I think you're onto something here because bugs, size to body, are stronger than humans. Right. And they're faster. And they have, you know, I, th- I think that that is what it is. So... With that logic, he could eat a tiger and become a tiger. Possibly. You don't know. He has probably never tried it, and he probably has never tried human blood either. Probably He probably is a vampire. I would assume, yeah, some kind of half-vampire, half-human familiar. Because he can still go out in the sunlight, which is, I mean, which is why he's there. But he is in the transition. Because even, even Nick Holt's, like, skin tone is extremely pale. He's not right. as pale as... Well, well he says in it, vampire. being undead is lonely. He's, right. He's dead. Right. Okay. I mean, Renfield is dead. He's not alive. Okay. For sure. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I thought it was great that they had uh, Mina Seward, which played by Helen Chandler, Van Helsing, which was played by Edward Van Sloan, and they just used archive footage from that original dracula film in 1931 that's pretty cool and oh you can notice that because Dra- he looks like the original dracula standing oh, yeah. there they've just superimposed his face on which I, is nick cage's dream i'm sure oh, of course <laughs> i believe it's i believe it's nick cage's dream to be superimposed over every actor <laughs> in every film so speaking of which nick cage actually wanted to play dracula and he's wanted to play superman and those are two characters that he's always wanted to do there's footage of him in superman costume there is the tim the tim burton superman movie i've seen him as both roles in one week 
So 90 years later, Renfield has grown tired of being Dracula's victim and exhausted from doing everything for him. So comes a really close call with some vampire hunters who almost kill the Count. So the duo moves to New Orleans to recuperate. There, Renfield discovers a 12-step group of people in a codependent relationship. And he had found that group because uh, he is following a guy to take to Dracula. And he follows him into the church, and he realizes, oh my gosh, I might be a codependent. I don't know if you guys watched like any trailers going into this. All I heard was Nick Cage is in this movie. I had no idea. Nick Holt, and so I was like, all right, let's, let's I go. I absolutely nothing about it besides the one footage I saw him, of him raising up saying that he's Dracula. Right, you know, like right. That was the only thing I saw, and I was in. At right, this point, yeah, so. for sure, and that's where the movie really kind of starts. Is, sure. in, is in the twelve step program. Of course, he uh, sits there and he hears one of these girls talk about uh, her abusive boyfriend, and he thinks, "Well, that will be a good guy to take to Dracula." So he goes uh, to the warehouse. Uh, where the stolen drugs are that the guy has, and they think that he is there to assassinate them because he works for this mob boss. Uh, and Rensville confronts the criminals and attacks them, but then an assassin shows up by the rival Lobo Crime family. Lobo Crime. I've seen Nick Holt in quite a few movies. He's never really struck me as like this lead action. Superstar, no, no, and I think that's what plays to the comedy of this scene of this over the top action, especially that first fight. I do, I love that first fight between him and the hitman, yeah. And <laughs> well, I mean, I think that Ren- Renfield himself is he was a lawyer, he's not like yeah. anything, you know, right. like, he's a pencil neck he, lawyer, he is like someone like me with Superman powers. Can you even imagine? <laughs> like, what do I do? <laughs> Should I Would hit you- him? David, would you eat the bugs if it gave you superpowers? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I eat nothing but bugs. Right. Nothing but all day. Bugging all day. That stuff would never wear <laughs> off. I would be an exterminator. I would literally get a job, you know, cleaning out homes with bugs. And you do a good job. And I just eat. And then You'd whatever. be bugging out. Bugging so out. after this big fight, um, he kills the assassin. Rinsfield uh, unsuccessful, unsuccessfully attempts to hunt down the man who hired him, Tedward Lobo. Tedward is... Excuse me, Tedward? That is his name. And it, I don't... Because they call him... Did they call him Teddy in the they movie? Call, they called him Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. His name is Tedward. Tedward? <laughs> I, I think that I made a mistake by naming my children Ben and Jack. Tedward is Tedward's perfect. <laughs> so anyway, so Tedward Lobo, it's the first time you get to see... Um, ben Schwartz. Yeah, Ben Schwartz. And you can tell he's just a, you know, a drug addict kid of a mobster you know <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now yeah the star of this film is yeah is john raffio oh i john don't know about that he will always be john raffio to me right from uh parks, parks and, and rec, rec. yeah he's yeah the, the greatest he's so funny so self-aware of his ridiculousness and just leans into it all the time it's right perfect so after he he sees his assassin killed, I think the side of the car gets hit by the head of the assassin, yeah. and he freaks out and yeah. he drives off and he crashes into a uh, a DUI checkpoint, <laughs> and and that's where we come into Rebecca Quincy, 
who is a second-generation police officer who is, you can tell, out to just get Teddy. Yes. Like, he, she wants to arrest him, and she does. And he, she arrests him. When she arrests him, and he's throwing the kilos of Coke, <laughs> yeah. he grabs a bag, his handful of Coke. He says that he has a prescription for it. He's running away. She's like, seriously, you're seriously throwing drugs at me? He's hitting her with kilos of Coke. And she throws her baton and knocks him out. Uh, and so then the, the scene goes to the police station where it is him confessing to, to murders everything. to no one in the room. Yeah, right. Nobody's no, asked him any questions. He's looking yet. from corner to corner like he's talking to the cops, but there's no one in the. And nobody's asked him any questions. No, no, not, a, not a one. It's probably it's one like, of my favorite scenes of yeah. the movie. It's so good. I could have stopped watching it right then and been so happy. Right, right. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about Rebecca? Did you guys enjoy her character at all? Aquafina is kind of a polarizing character, in my opinion. You either like her in movies or you don't like her in movies. My first exposure to her was in a movie called The Farewell. It is not a comedy. I thought she did great. And then it was kind of funny seeing her transition into like Shang-Chi and all these other like sure. comedy bit movies. I'm not sure if I'm big on some of her comedy, but I think she does a great job with what she has. I, I will say her delivery of F you, Kyle. Yes. Is my, it's hilarious. She says it like three times throughout the movie. <laughs> you F you, Kyle! Yeah. <laughs> I like her. I liked her in Shang-Chi. Yeah. She was. She does she's great. Solid. She's solid. Oh, yeah. Great comedic relief, yeah. in mm-hmm. my opinion. And she, she, nails, she nailed all of her scenes. I didn't have any problems with her whatsoever. Right. right. She did great. I think it was just her subplot that I we didn't had, need. We didn't I had need problem it at all. with. So I mean, yeah. So I mean, the subplot basically is uh, she is down. She wants nothing more than to take the Lobo family out, and she is known as being the goody goody cop, like uncorruptible. Right. And you can tell right from the get go that right. every single every cop is part of the cop. Lobo. Yeah. Every single every cop. single one. They from, do not hide it. From it the is not a spoiler. Down, it's all <laughs> it like, is right. Yeah, we're not because, arresting this guy. Because an attorney shows up, gets Teddy, says, We're leaving. And at that point in time, Teddy says, I didn't tell, I didn't say a word to anybody <laughs> after he's admitted to murders and yeah. drug deals. Killing and, Kennedy and right, right. shooting Reagan. Right. <laughs> so Rebecca at this point gets frustrated and oh, she's confronted by her sister, Kate, at that point in time, yeah. who's an FBI agent. And she's like, you know, why are you trying to take this? this family down and switch to Dracula tells it gets back to Dracula and Renfield. He tells Renfield that the criminals he'd brought the three guys from the fight before are insufficient and they're unpure. And it's probably because of all the cocaine. <laughs> I think it might be like an energy drink. Right, you would think <laughs> you'd think like, Oh, he'd be like, what one is this? Quick, get right. one of these, you know, right. start me off. And as soon as I roll out of the coffin, I need, you know, some hopped up. Cokehead. Right. One of them was missing a head, though. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, that one doesn't even have a head. Right. <laughs> um, so he instructs him at this point in time. He really gets on him and says, this is what I need. What does and he need, Lee? If memory serves, happy couples. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nuns. Mm-hmm. Unsuspecting tourists. Mm-hmm. There we go. And a busload of cheerleaders. Absolutely. Perfect. Kind of a tall order. So he says, go get me this. And so Renfield goes to and sees this restaurant. He goes in and he's looking for what he needs. And he looks over and there he sees a happy couple. And he looks over at another table and he sees a table full of nuns. And he looks over at another table and there's unsuspecting victims. And then what's pulling up outside? A bus Bus full full of cheerleaders. cheerleaders. And this place looks like it's like a goth restaurant bar. Of course. It looks like a metal. Like it's it's. 
fortunate yeah, we are. It's very, all of these things very came New together Orleans right there. Of course. Yeah. Would you go eat there? No. Absolutely not. No, I would. <laughs> I know you would. But the hole in the eat. walls are the best places to go. Sometimes. But you would also become an exterminator and eat bugs for... If they gave me power. If they gave you power. So. I'm not just eating bugs for, you know, the tastiness. So Renfield goes to the restaurant uh, to abduct commoners. Rebecca is also led there by clues from the crime scene. There was a scene earlier on where Rensfield was at this restaurant, asked for a pen. He then went and fought the guys, the three drug dealers, dropped a pen. She goes back to the scene of the crime, finds a pen and says, hey, let's go here. So her and her partner show up at the restaurant. She goes inside. Her partner, if you haven't noticed, mysteriously says, I'm going to go to the restroom and disappears. And right at that time, the Lobo family shows up as well because they are over Rebecca and they're there they're there to get her so Teddy comes in they all have I think bear teddy bear masks on I think that's what they have on they all show up they have her at gunpoint by the head she's like kill me Teddy does not have the balls to do it whatsoever are you sure they weren't wolf masks buddy maybe they're the Lobos (laughs) sure okay Uh, I recant teddy bears they were wolf masks um, so <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> she realizes that Teddy can't do it. Right. He's not a murderer. He's just a punk kid, kid basically. Yeah. yeah. No balls. Um, no balls. She's talking to him, talking to him. And he, you can tell he's like, I have to do this because right. all of his guys are watching. And at this point in time, Rinsfield is down in a corner, sees some bugs all around. And the next thing you know, Teddy gets tackled and it becomes yet another fight scene, right. which was amazing. It was great. It, it was, was well great. choreographed. I'll give it to him. It was the a, fight scenes it was, were good. It was good. I liked the fight scenes. I liked the action. The action was good. Yeah. It was just a little much. Sure. Sure. It is over. It's over the top. It is over, it is over the top. I'm saying like every, no one holds that much blood in them. Right. Especially like just in their chest. You know, so like it's ridiculous. It's everywhere. Right. I did like that they wanted to show all of this blood and they were ready to go over the top. I think that my problem was that it was like VFX blood from right. like the early 2000s. Right. And maybe that's supposed to add to the campiness. But for me, I was kind of like, okay, that's that's funny. And I think, you know, after they do it over and over and over again, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, I, I get the joke. But, you know, that's just perfect. Yeah, I mean, preference. it, it could have so, just happened once or twice in the right. movie and just right. been done with. I think pra- I think. I'd be more if it was practical effects. I think I would have been a lot more on board. So like Tarantino, right? Tubes stuck to people's arms for sure. Blood, gallons and gallons of blood. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the, uh, instead of just the cartoon blood. I mean, it's not even CGI at that point in time. It is. I probably could have done it. Right. Yeah. But you're a talented guy, Dave. That. That is correctly. So uh, the fight goes on, um, and Teddy escapes, of course. Right. And this is where the somewhat romance between Rebecca and uh, and Renfield starts. She thanks him, and this is where this is the moment that he switches. She thanks him, calls mm-hmm. him a hero. Yeah, tells everyone in the restaurant to clap for him. You know, he's a hero, and they're all thanking him. They can't yeah. believe that you know they saved he saved their lives, and he realizes instead of 
killing all these people or taking them to Dracula, he can he could be the hero. He could change what he's done in the past. And I think he even says to Rebecca too, he was inspired by her standing up to her oppressor at that point in time. And I think after hearing from the twelve step. I think they call it A-Hole Anonymous right, yeah. later on in the film. But her standing up to a powerful figure kind of snapped in him, and he was like, hey, this is something that I can, that can that. happen. I, I can do that. Yeah, because at this point, up up to this point in time in his 12-step program, they knew who he was, but he had never spoken. He won't, tell his, he won't tell his story. He's just there to listen to other people. Trolling for assholes. It, well, he is. That's why he's there to track people's significant others down or assholes right and and feed him to dracula so he's the the dexter of the dracula world (laughs) you know the world yeah so after rebecca calls him a hero there's a little montage where he gets out of his uh 19th century clothes goes to macy's buys a brightly lit sweater that's like that's like uh mr rogers gets an apartment (laughs) Fills it with uh, ins- inspirational posters, like right. you know, like the the work and the you know, <laughs> gets crazy, a haircut, gets and- a haircut, and uh, has his his little life. Goes to the police station with flowers to be Rebecca's like witness. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I loved his sweater, and I th- I think he wears that for almost the rest of the film. Wait, I think he does. And yeah, it is gets complimented on it. Yes. Yeah. It's Quite so. often. Amazing. So Teddy goes home, um, and his mother, Bella Francesca, who is the head of the Lobo family, orders him to hunt down the man who killed her foot soldiers, and he ends up encountering Dracula. Uh, I think they use some technology and look him up, and they're like, he's in, he's in this place, which is like an old rundown hospital that they have Dracula in the basement of. So you right. mean Bella, played by Shore Agdashlu? Yeah, that's correct. I'm Gosh, glad that you, you got that. Uh, bless you, by the way. Right, right. So uh, the foot soldiers and Teddy all go to the hospital, and that's where they encounter Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he makes quick work of him. Except for Teddy. Ex- well, Except for Teddy. he's going to kill Teddy, and Teddy's like, I'm evil like you, and he lets him go, and he pu- ends up punching him in the chest, but he realizes that he tells Dracula that he's looking for this guy that took all of his guys out, his bad guys, right. and saved all these people, and it pissed Dracula off. It pissed Nick Cage off. Oh, yeah. Damn you it. don't do that. You so, don't do that. fun thing. In the original novel and most adaptations following it, uh, one of Dracula's abilities is controlling animals. And he's often associated working with wolves in particular. During this point, he's starting to team up with the Lobo family, turns them into, I mean, spoilers, he starts turning him into his familiars, and Lobo is Spanish for wolf. I kept thinking the entire time from the inception of the Lobo family in this movie, that they were going to turn out to be werewolves. Which I thought would have been pretty oh, cool. It probably right. would have been, cool. been cool. After um, Teddy goes and sees Dracula and he gets mad and flies off, uh, he goes to find Renfield. And when Renfield goes home, Dracula is sitting at his his, his table. table. And I love that it's because the welcome mat says, welcome, come welcome, in. Come in. Yeah. He looks come down and in. says, oh, man. <laughs> like he welcomed Dracula into his house. Uh, and this is where Dracula really gets on him, you know, tells him that he's going to make his life a living hell. Right. Uh, gets in his face, says that he's going to make him watch. nothing. Well, he's going to make him watch the world burn. You and that's when he basically pulls out a Bible, which is the... I can't remember the name of it. Do you remember the name of I it? Think he, it's the like, it's the name of the the book itself. It's something you're 
how to get away from a narcissist. Or oh something. yeah, and so yeah. he's using like the steps yelling at him like he's like <laughs> using verses of the bible right and dracula rips it from him and looks at the back of it and realizes that it's from the church 12-step program right and he disappears you know he can turn into bats so renfield realizes oh my gosh he's gonna kill he's the going people that didn't help me right renfield goes to the church tries to warn them all they do not listen dracula shows up and chaos ensues and and as after he kills everyone in the room he disappears, and that's when Rebecca walks in and sees him covered in blood, surrounded by his victims that she thinks that Renfield killed instead of Dracula. All right. Calvin brought up a point to me okay. earlier, last week, actually, Sure, yeah. about this wonderful cinematic event. When Renfield comes in to try to stop Dracula from killing everybody. Mm-hmm. He, After he interrupts Carol. Uh, for the I don't remember, time. does he hit him or does he kick him? Dracula does something. and uh, So, first off, I liked the setup into this scene because you know that Dracula's at the door. The group leader's like, hey, come on in. And Renfield's like, no. Right. And then coming in, and they're thinking that, oh, this is just another narcissist in Renfield's life. And so they're like, okay, well, let's sit down and let's have this discussion. They were going to confront him. They were going to confront him and they were going to try and... Fix his little red wagon. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Unbeknownst to them. But notes to us. This is Dracula. The Dark Lord. The Dark Prince. (laughs) Dracula. Dracula. You know Nick Cage waited forever to say that. Oh, he oh, did. Dracula. <laughs> and there was so much build up to it, and I love he's raised. You know, he's floating. he's floating in the air, and everyone's like, oh, "This is a little bit more than just textbook narcissism." So. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been better if you could have actually seen the wires. You think so? It oh, yeah. Add to the cheese. It would have added to the campiness of this whole thing. We're like, just see his like the where it's pulling up on his pants. Right. Somewhat. And you just like hang in there like, what am I doing now? (laughs) And then Dracula comes down and he says, make you watch the world burn and and we're starting right here to Renfield. Yeah. And at this point in the movie is where it lost me. Sure. Unfortunately. Because I was was having a blast all the way up through this. I thought it was so much fun. Nick Cage was being over the top with his Draculaness, and you you could tell he was so into that role, and he was having a great time. And I'm sure that on set they had a blast doing this film, and I that you know that makes me happy. But at this point, Dracula hits or kicks Renfield, okay, and Renfield's like falling backward, and then you see Dracula going from person to person, right? And you know he's killing them the whole time. Renfield's floating backward, right? And I know that they were trying to be campy, but it, it kind of grated. The timing of it was The terrible. timing of it was awful. Yeah. Because you're seeing people moving, and Renfield's just floating backwards. So. I think that I think how they could have fixed that issue mm-hmm. is have all the people in the room frozen. Right. And Dracula, even casually just walking up to all of them mm-hmm. and killing them. Oh, yeah. Because he moves so fast. Right. But instead... They were running around like normal as Renfield is slowly, <laughs> slowly floating slowly. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Another thing, too, is the, the way I thought about it was early in the movie, he cuts Renfield's like stomach mm-hmm. open and he's falling. Like I feel like he could have incapacitated him, but still had him watch as he killed all these people out. I, there I, was, there I was get a, boring just to keep cutting his stomach open. Yeah, you're right. I, I liked kind of, your freeze time. And yeah, I think that would be cool because he is better. so fast. It would have been better. I don't know if Dracula's power would have, if he would have had more control over his familiar, like, I can 
freeze you right there. Right. You can still perceive everything going on around you, but you can't do anything. Right. And then yeah, they never really go into that. I, you, no. then you can watch he can, me. He can talk to him, and several times through the movie, he speaks to him like in his head. In his head. Yeah. yeah. And you just see Nick Cage Dracula eyes mad because he's either wanting his food or where are you? Where's my cup right. Meal? Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget the cornbread. Cornbread. <laughs> So um, at this point, uh, Rebecca, the police officer, walks in, finds Rensfield surrounded by the dead bodies, causing her to arrest him. Um, when they go out, they are swarmed on one side by the police because everyone is looking for Renfield. Mm-hmm. And then the Lobo family, because right. you think at the time they're looking for Rebecca, but they're also looking for Renfield. So it is head to head. But she doesn't realize that it's all one big thing. Right. The cops are saying, just give them Renfield and we'll give you a promotion. You don't have to do this. Like, you can be one of us, you know. Get on the payroll. She decides otherwise. Shoots out. I think it was an electrical. Yeah. Box. Transformer. Transformer. That's it. Thank you. (coughs) Not the Transformers. Just a Transformer. Just a Transformer. She gets in her car, saves Rensfield. And they drive off. And they drive off. Next morning. Um, so, Bella, Be- Francesca. Bella, Bella Francesca. So, hold on. I'm just going to say it. Yep, go ahead. Sorry. She keep that in. <laughs> so, at this point in time, Bella Francesca looks at the captain of the police department and says, activate the entire city. I want every police officer looking for them. It then cuts to Teddy in Dracula's lair. Mm-hmm. He's just waking up. Dracula's just getting back. And you can tell that he says... You know, I'll I, I'll help you. I'll, I'll do whatever I can. You need to meet my mother. You know, right. like, let's do this together. And we can help you take over the world. Because he has seen, like, his entire plan. Yeah. You okay, Lee? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm good. So. so then it cuts to the next morning. Rebecca is waking up in Rensville's apartment. She, he is making her tea and has made cookies. Um, <laughs> she pulls the gun out and is like, you're still my prisoner. And he recups himself. And he's like, of course I am. And you know, go for it. So I, I had a problem with this scene in particular. The editing on this is one of the biggest deterrents for me, okay. at least for this part. And I keep going back to it because who's driving the vehicle away from... The shootout. Rebecca. Why is she sleeping? Why is she sleep? Why does she wake up in Renfield's apartment? Because she doesn't know that they're in Renfield's apartment at that time. So I think I can give you an answer. There has to be a deleted scene because when she wakes up, she's been shot. Right. Yeah. So there is something. I mean, they did shoot at her car as they drove Mm -hmm. away. So maybe at some point in time. They're switched out. They they passed out. Because, I mean, he does have the ability to eat bugs and be super powerful. Mm -hmm. So I think that maybe there's a deleted scene somewhere for that the problem too is that her police vehicle is still outside so maybe he learned how to drive or (laughs) i mean i'm sure he knows how to drive right Um, yeah i'm sure probably but right they're looking for her and her police vehicle is right outside the apartment (laughs) right (laughs) so the fight scene for this was over the top and it was funny but again the the VFX yeah. blood, again, just, I think it it's was just terrible. one of those, it, boom, boom, boom. And I get, again, they're they're trying for the camp, but it's pulling me out still. And right. I'm, I'm already getting lost because 
of the editing of the film and then right. i think it was just one of those that just started spiraling so, so what me, he's so. talking about is for that fight scene mm-hmm. she uh gets a phone call and it's her sister right and she had given the pin to her sister that she had found at the crime scene i, I don't think we covered that earlier and says you know we did not yeah um it's covered test this test this Run it has DNA. to be someone so when they test the dna uh her sister kate calls her and says i think that you have found the most prolific serial killer of all time that dates back 90 years, you know, uh, linking to all these cases. Mm. And she's like, where are you at? And she's like, I'm in his apartment. It's, it's fine. He's my prisoner. So at this point in time is when they're, she's taking him into the FBI. And when she goes outside, the police and the Lobos show up and Rebecca at this point in time has to turn on the police and the Lobos to protect herself because they're all out to kill both of them. Right. And this is when the ridiculous fight scene occurs. For sure. Yeah. It is very entertaining though. Like the fight scene itself is very entertaining. We're, we're getting Renfield ripping off. Come on. Arms Two arms at one time at and then using time. them as nunchucks. And right. Awesome. It was cool. It was very cool. Yeah. So. What do you think about that Lee? It was fun. Okay. I, I dug it. I, I, I especially so, like the part where he took said severed arm <laughs> and chucked it at another man and impaled him in the chest with it. I was like, that's that's impressive. What movie is that where like there's something on fire and they throw it and it's like a perfect straight line and stick into someone and it's on fire and Oh, it's it, it's Indiana Jones, isn't it? It is. It's it the is. skewer of meat. Yes, that's it. And it like perfectly yes, flies. Perfectly <laughs> like flies. Like on strings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was it. Uh, Club Obi-Wan, <laughs> yeah, right? That's, that's exactly In, uh, it. In Temple yeah. of Doom. That's it. That's so funny. Um, Good stuff. One of my favorite lines in this uh, movie comes at this point in time, and that's when uh, Rebecca says, you know, when people say they've seen messed up things and someone will say, well, I've seen worse. She goes, this is going to be my worst <laughs> as they are literally climbing down like a mountain of bodies. Body, right. I mean, there's just gore. It's like 10 foot tall <laughs> just, worth of bodies. Yeah, yeah. Just gore everywhere. Right. Little bits of flesh Meat and chunks. bone and blood just caked and right. a little much. So they, they leave there casually mm-hmm. right. and go to a little cafe to meet up with Kate, her sister, right, right. so she can turn her right. over. Realizing that uh, her sister hasn't called yet, she calls her sister, and Bella Francesca answers the phone <gasps> and says, I have your sister. If you want her back, come get her. She talks to Renfield and said, if you're the hero that you say that you are, you'll come with me. He decides to come. He says, but we need to suit up first. We got to get some bugs. So this is where I have a problem. Okay. How does she have access to the police department arsenal? <laughs> the next scene is her literally, she, literally arm arming herself to the teeth, going through evidence. Yeah. Right. When she's the <laughs> when number she one wanted person. Just murdered 20 <laughs> cops with Renfield, and now she's just walking into the police department. I guess they were all gone. She Br- killed them yeah. all. I, maybe. That could. Yeah, that they were all in I would that. assume the New Orleans Police Department's a little more staff than that. Right. Well, there was a 10 foot pile of bodies outside of Renfield's apartment. That's true. So. But I love that she's loading up with like right. bullets and stuff, and he's going <laughs> to like the pet store right. and buying worms, <laughs> worms and spiders. And and, yeah, give me a box of crickets. And he's just, <laughs> uh, he's in the car just dumping them in his mouth and she's like they're in your teeth and he's like which tooth and she's like all of them and it's just so (laughs) cheesy and ridiculous of course yeah it is gross so um then at this point we cut back to uh the lobo and this is when the police chief says i'm out i'm done like i'm done with this it's too much Mm -hmm. and he goes to walk out and he's talking about what a what a screw up teddy is and teddy's probably dead and he walks out and he says oh i was just talking about you and the next thing you know the police chief's head rolls in 
and here comes Ooh. Teddy. Yeah. And Teddy is now the new familiar with Rensfield power. Apparently every mob family has a button where they can just press it and then steal freaking walls come down. Probably. And they, blow the window. Yeah. they also all live in City Hall. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> their, their house yeah, looks, their, their house looks like right? their city hall. Quote, unquote, hideout is the most luxurious. With gold pillars. Like, <laughs> majestic building in the slums of New Orleans with these right. giant pillars and yeah, like marble and white story. and gorgeous. And it's like, nah, it's inconspicuous. Well, I mean, if they run the town and all the right. police, and yeah. so be it, right? Yeah. It's kind of a given. Jury, know. jury execution right there. So Teddy is coming in, and he comes in with his with his henchman, and he has the coffin with him, and he's mm-hmm. like, Mother, I have someone to meet, for you to meet. And he closes the, the blinds, and out comes Dracula. There we are. And they form the alliance to rule the world and become Dracula's assistants in doing so. Sounds <laughs> Cuts back to Renfield and Rebecca. They are armed to the teeth with bugs and guns and knives. They go to the Lobo and they just walk right in. Walk right in. Walk, walk right in the they, front they, door. They take Teddy Lobo's actual car from when he crashed into yeah, the. Right. They, they took his his Lobo Challenger. His Lobo Challenger from the <laughs> opening scene. Yeah. That was a cool car. Too. That was a Come cool, on, like man. orange car. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was a cool car they ruined. Yeah, they walk <laughs> in and, and and here is the the uh, the lobby scene from the Matrix all yeah. over again. It's basically what it is. This it's, seems a little well, when they familiar. come in though. Then Teddy comes out and yeah, Ted, Teddy up. comes out and he's he realizes that he's a familiar, and then all of a sudden you know I guess six other familiars yeah. come yeah. out. Well, um, no, he's one of the one is of he the one six? of them? One of the yeah. six. So five more come five out. more come out, and, and he does the. Uh, uh, Man, things uh, seem a little familiar. And then he's like snorting a centipede into his it, it, Which is the most ridiculous. I mean, sure. right. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was. Talk but about CGI oh, centipede, know. you know? Oh, that was real. <laughs> that, that was real. Everybody ate the bugs, remember? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the fight scene in Again, this one? You like, the, fun, you like the I fight like scenes? I like the fight scenes. I'm on board with the fight scenes. Yeah. I'm on board with the action. Again, over the top. I like it when Rebecca says she's out of bullets. Yeah. And Teddy throws his gun down. She's like, I don't need bullets for this. And she walks around the corner with a shotgun. And he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What are you gonna do about that? I would be scared shitless if there are five familiars, six familiars, and they're moving at lightning speed, and I just have a shotgun. <laughs> I think at that point in time, she either knew it was the, this find is, some this cover. is the end, or yeah. I, I'm just gonna do what I possibly yeah. can. Yeah. Blaze of glory, and right. she's just she's going in for her sister. She doesn't really. Right. I think right. the saving Personal the world safety is a was a secondary was a side plot. Yeah. yeah, and I do like that uh, Renfield was not scared. Right. Like, he was like, oh, six of you, I got this. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's I mean, 90, he's years. 90 years of, of got, fighting people. Got a little right. experience he's on He's got a little belt. experience, yeah. <laughs> got, a, got a few tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. So, uh, little bugs. one by one, he takes them down. But the, the Teddy kill, was pre- it was pretty that gruesome was awesome. and ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That was he, awesome. I don't know what kind of bug he ate, but it gave him, like, one big monster, monster kick. <laughs> yeah. And turned Teddy from liquid... Inside out, and <laughs> yeah. Teddy puked and pooped himself at the same time. <laughs> classic. It was very classic. Yeah. So it, then we cut to um, Rebecca getting to Dracula. Yeah. He is trying to convince Rebecca, hey. Be my familiar. Be my familiar. I know what you can do. I know how strongly you feel about things. Mm-hmm. Let me show you 
how we can do it together. I you can, can help me be a better person and I'll save your sister. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca is starting to agree with it. If that's what it's going to take to save her sister, she's going to do everything in her power that she can do. So she agrees to be the familiar as Rensfield's walking in saying, don't listen. This is what he told me. You're, you're falling into the same trap. Right. And at that moment, Rebecca reaches down and hits that magical mob button to raise the, and it doesn't work. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. shit. Oh, and eventually she hits it and it works. <laughs> right. Uh, lights him up and he becomes bats and is flying around. Mm-hmm. And at this point in time, Bella Francesca, of course, opens the back door and they all go through it. Right. All the bats <laughs> into the torture chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where the Renfield Dracula fight final fight. happens. Yeah. yeah, the final fight. How do you think about this uh, boss fight? Well, I thought they did it really good because I was like, "How are they going to pull it off?" Right, and, you know. So I thought that the callback, the callback was good. To yeah, the, to For the opening trap. Basically. Yeah, to the opening scene, which again we didn't really talk about, but one way to catch Dracula is to is a holy circle. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not yeah, anybody it's, that's watched Supernatural. It's a devil's trap. Yeah, it's yeah. a devil's trap. So it's it's basically, basically a circle of any form of powder or sand you just gotta say the right words. you gotta say the right words and if they walk into it they cannot escape no matter what it's funny they enough the they didn't salt. have any sand or salt or anything like that so they use cocaine cocaine, cocaine. <laughs> the yeah cocaine she said he said where'd you get the powder and she was like cocaine the cocaine <laughs> i mean it, it must be pure <laughs> yeah <Okay>. right <laughs> colombian <Pure> colombian <laughs> so uh in the fight dracula beats Rensville pretty much to a pulp really oh, yeah. quickly uh, and he's down and out mm-hmm. um, I mean he could even be dead like he hit him hard yeah. and that's when he takes Rebecca and she pulls the gun realizes they're floating above Renfield mm-hmm. shoots him in the foot and he laughs like you shot me in the foot and he's, she said you still bleed from your foot and the blood is dripping into Renfield's mouth Yeah, and right as he's about to bite Rebecca Renfield gets up on his back is rips his fangs out, right. which was through oh. his hands. They were through <laughs> Renfield's hands. And he rips them out, and he laughs, and the teeth grow back. Renfield, yeah. that's when Dracula flies at him and goes right into the devil trap. Yeah. So what do they do at this time, Lee? Well, then they chop him up. They literally <laughs> torture Dracula. Yes. He says, this is unconventional, <laughs> but they, they're putting acid on him. Right. He's uh, trying to figure out a, any, any kind of way. So basically, to, they chop to him, him to nothing. Put him in con- concrete ice cubes yeah. and dump him in the sewer. Right before he, before that, saving some of his blood. Yes, they empty they him, of, him, empty him of blood um, to heal themselves. But I love him saying, "I don't know if this will kill him, but it'll take him a really long, a long time, time to to, to, figure he, to figure this out to heal from it." <laughs> right. right. Whenever he's trapped in there, he looks over and he's like, "Wait, I thought couldn't find the words," and she's like, "Oh." Is on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah. I have that bookmarked, actually. So, with Dracula gone, they're walking outside. Mm -hmm. Bella Francesca is being arrested by the FBI. Kate, her sister, is healed from the Dracula blood. From the Dracula blood. She even says, Brinfield said he gave me Dracula blood? And she was like, no, no, no. It was a supplement. She goes, you could get a GNC. <laughs> you could get it at GNC? Yeah. yeah so it amazing. goes back to Rebecca. Renfield is sitting on the steps, and he has a, a like 
pitcher, Kool Aid pitcher, full right. of blood. It says Dracula. It says blood. Dracula blood on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know they just have a conversation about what's next, but luckily Renfield goes back to his twelve step program, R- revives everybody. revives everybody except Carol. No, Carol is there. But I, still there. I love the fact that the guy says, "Well, thanks for bringing us back." You know that we spent so much time on the other side seeing things that we can never unsee. <laughs> his face just drops, and he's like, "Thanks for that." And, that, and, and Rebecca says, "You think he's going to be okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, he'll be, he'll be fine." And that and that is uh, that is Renfield. That's Renfield. It is a campy, ridiculous ninety-three minutes. Uh, and I, I'm, t- I'm sorry, Lee. You say you don't like it, but I think that you had fun recanting, recanting this movie. I never movie. said that I Not recant, didn't retelling. like the movie. Yeah, I like bad movies. Yeah, I will. I will fully admit that I do like bad movies. Okay, I watched Howard the Duck probably. 40 times oh, in a row. To be fair, you were like nine. <laughs> I was 11. Oh, okay. thank you. You're and right. I came home every day after school and popped that VCR. I've seen that in. movie. Who doesn't want to see duck boobies? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what's her name? Uh, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson mm. was super hot in that one. So it, it worked for me. But so whatever. you had Howard the Duck and I had. Um, Masters of the Universe oh, that yes. I watched all the time. So it wasn't that I hated the movie. I didn't hate the movie. It was fun, but it was just it was dumb. Yeah. Like it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, and there was holes in it that like I you got to explain this to make it make sense yeah. to me. But sure, whatever. I think there are movies that if you're vibing with it, the plot holes just kind of go away. Right, and yeah. there's other ones where it's like when when they start losing you. Then the plot holes start sticking out, and it's 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 hard. It's hard to get back in, and well, I think that for me that I had that problem with that movie. To sure. be fair, to be fair, to be fair, we all like Star Wars. Major yeah. plot holes in Star Wars. Sure, that's for another discussion. But we we can <laughs> overlook these things, is what I'm saying. If the movie right. is strong enough, you can overlook plot holes. Of course. This one was not one of those movies that was strong enough to overlook these plot holes. Okay. So. Agreed. There you go. So with that being said, do we want to get into our reviews? Sure. Okay. Anybody want to volunteer? Well, I think David should go I think David should go last. Sure. No, I think David should go first because he's the one that. uh, Loved it. Well, he's the one that recommended the movie. That is not part of the vocabulary of the description of this movie. (laughs) So, Lee, how do we do our reviews? Well, our review system, if memory serves, uh, we do S as in the... Shawshank. 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 So it stands for S. <laughs> Shawshank. S stands for Shawshank. So if it's that good, it's S tier, which we have all agreed that the podcast itself will only have 10 films that right. will make it into the S class. So you got to be good. And you got to be good, and you can get rotated out of the S class, yeah, right? Of course. I mean, yeah. If you, we if yeah, we, we see get something to 10 better, and something else comes along. Yeah, you, we got to pick one to hit the road. Just Jack. the S, though. Just right. the S. Just the S. Uh, and S then S we do A, B, C, D, and F. F being irredeemable trash, garbage trash. that should yeah. have never been made. Yeah, just terrible. And they're very, 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 very few. Of I agree those. with you. Very I do not. I think I have two Fs. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Total. And, you know, C being middle of the pack. Your average, average everyday movie. movie that you know like the 20 
three films Nick Cage put out between night or 2016 and 2019. Those right. are all probably just C's. Yeah. I think that Spider-Man best. Into the Spider-Verse would disagree with you. But again, for another discussion. That movie did not come out until 2018. 2018. Oh, 2018. Well, okay. But to Nick be Cage fair, didn't make, to be fair, <laughs> Nick Cage <laughs> didn't make that movie. Nick in Cage class. also doesn't say no to any role. No, no. Like, Nick Cage has so said that broke. in interviews. He does not. Yeah. He does not say no to a role. Right. If so, he can do it, because he's do it. broke. Funny enough, <laughs> Renfield is actually Nick Cage's first big budget studio film. Since Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, every movie between then and now has been an independent film that have asked Nick Cage to be a, a part of. And there is... Spider-Verse I, was an independent film? Well... Can't about, have it both about, ways, guy. Can't what about Massive Talent? What is it? The That that's was an, an indie film. It was? Yeah, that's yeah. an indie God, film. such a good movie. I just watched that. It's so good. Like, in, in the span of a week and a half, I saw Renfield, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent... And the Flash. You saw the spectrum of Nick Cage, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I almost, like last night, literally almost put on National Treasure, but I watched. And I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. That's for another discussion. That's for another discussion. That is for another discussion. Okay, David, do you want to lead us into your review for Renfield? Sure. Um, I first time I saw this was at a friend's house. Um, we were sitting outside with a big blow-up screen. Mm-hmm. Um, some kids running around like crazy. No one paying attention to it, but myself, my wife, and a couple friends. Awesome. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's trashy. I think it's over the top. I think that if you just want to have an hour and a half of a good time, it's worth a watch. Okay. I, I the plot holes don't bother me in it. I just think it's it's a fun movie. I think the acting isn't terrible in it. I think that, yeah, we talked about the blood and stuff, but mm-hmm. I thought the prosthetics at the beginning with Nick Cage being all gored oh. down and stuff, that was great. That I was loved awesome. it. Yeah, the I thought it looked effects The practical were effects were amazing in it. Um, overall, I'm going to give it a B. I think it's, I think it's worth it. I think it's fun. I'm okay with that. I, I, I would watch it again. Called okay. it. Called you, it. You called B. I called B yeah, for you. B. Yeah. yeah, it's not an A by any means, but no. it's it's not a C either. I think I'd me. have to slap you. Well, I think that <laughs> I think the other characters in it redeem it enough from a C to a B. I really do. Okay. Um, you know, your boy, what's his name? Uh, better than frailty, huh? I do. Yeah, I did, I did like it better than frailty. Interesting. I did. Okay. Um, I I thought it was more entertaining. Frailty was like a sit down, have to pay attention. This was mm-hmm. like a I did not feel like I spent ninety three mo- minutes watching a movie. It was so quick. David right. doesn't like to think. Uh, oh no, I'd love to think. <laughs> just not while you're watching movies. N- no, I mean I I felt like I just, I liked it better. I thought it was more fun than Frailty. I had okay. a better time, which movies are there to entertain, they and are. I had a better time watching Renfield. Fair enough. Fair enough. Lee, do you want to lead Sure. your next review? I'll do it. Here we go. Here we go. Moment we've all been waiting for. It's not terrible. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's not great. <laughs> By any stretch of the word, it's not great. Sure. It's not a B. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you can want it to be all you want. It ain't a B. Uh, acting, meh. Like, it's Nick Cage. You're you're going to get the same level of Nick Cage. Since leaving Las Vegas, his head has blown the F up, and he just goes all out, mm-hmm. which I don't have a problem with. That's fine. It's Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. I expect mm-hmm. it. Uh, Nicholas Holt, fine job, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Cool, whatever. I liked Aquafina. I thought she did great. Again, the my biggest, the funnest part for me was what's his name? I know. I keep doing that. I can't think of his name. Who? John Raphael. What? What? Uh, ben Teddy. Ben. Yeah. Tedward. Is it Tedward? Yeah. Oh, Ben. Ben Schwartz. Ben, ben Schwartz. Schwartz. Ben I think Schwartz, Ben Schwartz yeah. was my favorite part. I love that dude. I've, I've liked him in everything he's ever done. He's funny. So, having said that, the action was second best to me like teddy and then the action which was over the top super gory again if if you're a a a 12 year old boy that likes action movies you're gonna love this movie this is gonna be the movie you're throwing on after school because hey i'm gonna watch this dude go crazy and blood everywhere it's awesome now when you're 14 you're gonna want a little nudity nudity in there but yeah (laughs) actually with it being as gory as it is there there's none there's no no there's there's not even a kiss there's nothing in it no sexual into windows there is nothing right Right. yeah as long as you're okay with gore if you think about it yeah Mm -hmm. for a horror movie like especially rated r if you're okay with gore and language you can show this to your kids yeah yeah i wouldn't but whatever Deb would oh Debbie would <laughs> Debbie like hey I'm gonna make you watch this my, by the way my mom said thanks for the shout out because I'm at the last <laughs> I one. love me some Debbie just hey, FYI I love me some Debbie impeccable taste in movies and her children are pretty decent <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I it was fun I you know it wasn't boring even though it got a little slowish in the middle and yeah it's. I'm not gonna recommend it to anybody. Like, sure. if, if somebody says, "Ooh, I'm gonna watch Renfield," I'm gonna be like, "Are you really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me how it is. I'm not gonna ruin it for you, unless you listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just recommend sure. the first part, right? So, I give it a C minus. Okay. Okay. Because awesome. I refuse to let it be a B. And if I give it a C minus, it, it, it can't be a B. Sure. So, okay. uh, and I will say that as far as Nick Cage movies go, it's definitely not his worst. Well, that's that's, that's saying something. Right. It is because there's some there's some bad ones out there. There are some bad ones. Yeah. All right, Calvin. All right, the actors Nick Holt and Aquafina do what they can to try and hold the film together, but they are outshined by a great performance by Nicolas Cage. Which I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't the first one cast for the role of Dracula. The rest of the film suffers greatly from bad music choices. For example, I I didn't like the music choice when they had the fight outside of the apartment. It was like some weird techno stuff to the, the fight. Hold on. I think most of the music in it was ska. Because there's so many references to yeah. how Ska is terrible. Yeah. Right. And Ska is <laughs> and terrible. I did, I did love that. I did, did, like, I did <laughs> like the part where the dude like actually defends and here's, Ska. But I, I, and he's like, like, I can't believe I'm defending this I like some Ska music, but like, I like 90s Ska music. You right. know, like Real right. Big Fish and, or, and, and Sublime. I mean, Sublime was Ska, oh, was, you know. Yeah. 
Oh, there's horns in, in Sublime, my friend. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> and yeah. I was, I think it was just. No, that. sorry. No doubt was, was Ska, you know? Yeah. They He's, were. Yeah. All right. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, overall, I think just that one scene is what I had a problem with. Some odd editing choices, the VFX gore from, like I said, the early 2000s. And while I did have a fun during a majority of the film, it was during the second act that the core of the film showed its ugly fangs and didn't stop sucking until the movie was blood dry. It felt like there was two movies that were mashed together. I really enjoyed the action movie. The action movie. I loved the, you know, acting between both Nicks. Those scenes were great. They were amongst my favorite. Yeah. The scenes with Aquafina, not saying that she was the one that drug it down, but that subplot in particular of her trying to redeem her father, you know, find her father's murder. Like, it was not needed at all. I agree. If the film just played more into the Nick Cage-ness, I would have had a great time. Yeah, I mean, surprisingly, Dracula was almost like a... He was like... A secondary case. He, yeah. If not even more. Right. I mean, he was behind Rebecca the Cop, even. I mean, mm-hmm. he was he was only in a few scenes. He Are wasn't you? in a ton of scenes. Are you calling Nick Cage tertiary? I think... I think I did. Oh. Dirty. Dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that said, we get Nick Cage and all of his bloody and gory high energy and all of the scenes that he's in. And it isn't enough to save the film from, again, its awful editing and lack of script doctoring. With all that said, I give Renfield a C+. The highs are high and the lows are pretty low. And I think it averages out to a little bit of an above average film. So, Do you know what I think would be interesting? Hmm. I think if it would not have been a modern day, I think it might have been a lot better. Oh, yeah. Like if it was the where he's fighting in the opening scene, the, yeah. the Van Helsen character. Mm-hmm. I think it I think it would have been a better character or a better movie, honestly. I do too. Yeah. I think What I, do you think, Lee? It would have been a better movie had they gone a completely different direction for the entire thing. <laughs> and made it better. Uh, it's, I'm Captain Obvious here. But it's fair enough. No, I, I think it could have been really cool had you I seen a more, sequel. <laughs> a more struggle, like Renfield's struggle with his humanity in, in becoming his assistant. You know, he gave up his wife and, and daughter chi- yeah five-year-old did, yeah. did they cover what happened to them they do in like the books like yeah so i think that they expect you to come into this movie knowing a little bit about it mm-hmm. and they probably should not have done that no, i mean they give no. you a very quick i mean this is who he is and this, they reference this it a is, couple times this movie yeah. is pointed at not the most bright people in the world Right, so you those need people to, don't you read a lot of books. Dumb it down a little bit. Right, yeah. those people don't read a lot of books. <laughs> yeah, I don't read a lot of books. Yeah, I listen to a lot of books because reading's hard. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think if they would have gone back and said, "Hey, let's do this and let's do the real struggle of mm-hmm. Renfield trying to balance his humanity with what he's actually doing," maybe a little leverage that Dracula is holding you know, his wife and kid in some perilous situation that's going to make him do what he has to do. And then they finally, you know, die from natural causes or whatever. And he just leans into his despair and becomes lackey. When you talk about a different film, it's it's kind of funny because initially was being made. It was on the writer's table 
right before they released the Tom Cruise mummy movie. And it was supposed to be part of the monster verse. Oh yeah. It was I supposed to have a, a more serious, more tone. serious yeah. tone. And then the mummy flopped and they changed the script from, instead of being focused on a Dracula movie to fit in that universe, they just kind of passed the script around a couple times. I think even Robert Kirkman, a uh, comic book writer, I think, yeah. you know, notable for the walking dead and, Invincible, great show. Excellent. Yeah, that's for another time. Another time. It's for another time. That's for another time. So, <laughs> so uh, overall, I we're probably all going to say uh, overall score is a C, correct? I would say yeah. I think overall score would be a C, if not yeah. a C plus, somewhere yeah. in there. So I'm I'm okay with giving it C plus. All right. Okay. C okay. plus, which is on par with Frailty, right? Wasn't it C plus or was it B? I think Frailty was a B. Yeah, I think we I think, averaged. I think up it to was a B. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, not as good as frailty. Good uh, overall scores, not as good not. as frailty, but I it's I enjoyed it more because it's not. I think more entertaining. I think more entertaining. Exactly. Story wise, frailty destroys it. Oh yeah, yeah. you Acting. know, like overall everything. Yeah, but I think tension that, and story. Sure, and but I think that I had way more fun watching Renfield than sure. frailty. Yes, frailty made me fun. Frailty, made I walked away going, oh, darn <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> And you know what? I, I I like that we get movies like this because you don't always want to go see Frailty. You don't always want to go see Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I'm not in right? the mood for dark and ominous all the, time. all the time. Every once in a while, it's fun to have films like this where you just, I mean. You can shut off. You and can just shut watch off, it. Right. watch it, right. eat some popcorn. Enjoy the time. But I mean, even like superhero movies nowadays, like oh. you cannot shut off for them. Like, there's so much to um, right? You know, they're fun, mm-hmm. but you're finding things like, oh my god, that's connected. Oh my god, that's connected. You know, yeah. you constantly are going where this one is like vampires' blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> vampires bad. Bugs. Vampires. Renfield good. Bugs good. <laughs> Bugs good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine good. <laughs> so. I think that will wrap up our podcast. I want to thank Made for More for sponsoring this episode. They are amazing. They are pretty amazing. They really do a great job. I know one lady that does a tremendous job. Yeah, I won't mention her. No, she's don't put awesome. don't put names on. No, no names. No names. But yes, Lee's housekeeper does a fantastic job. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Where could we find Made for More if I wanted to get my house cleaned? www.madeformore, and it's spelled out M-A-I-D-F-O-R-M-O-R-E dot com. You go on there or on Facebook, or phone number is 816-273-6604. Jalissa will answer the phone. She's the manager, and she will... Get you a quote. Get you a quote. Awesome. Thank you made for more so much for sponsoring this episode i want to thank all of our listeners for sticking this out with us and i will see you both of you (laughs) (laughs) we had had more than two lee what's our uh, three just for just for shits and gigs what's our email address if you want to contact us and tell us how wonderful we are if you have a suggestion so you can always get a hold of us at movieswithchill at gmail.com all one word, movieswithchill at gmail.com. Sweet. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. And if you have any suggestions, let us know. If you want to hear us re- review a movie, yeah, it'd right. be nice to not choose one time. Exactly. And then judge each other. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
because you're all y'all are gonna love the next one. Yeah, it's great. But that's for another time. That's for another, another time. time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hey, welcome to the postcast. I'm your host, Chill. Hopefully the audio has improved a little bit since the last episode. We bought some arm mics to try and improve the audio levels a bit, and are still getting kind of used to them. We really appreciate your patience with the quality. I also wanted to thank our sponsor today, Maids for More. And if you're interested in sponsoring your own episode, please contact us at movieswithchill at gmail.com. Also, wanted to address a few things before we go. We are shooting for a bi-weekly release. That kind of gives us enough time to watch the movie, take notes, and provide the best reviews we can just for you. Also, Lee promised that he would drive to the recording studio instead of run, so you don't have to hear his breathing as much. And I finally found a chair to sit on to be closer to the microphone. If you have any questions, movie recommendations, or icebreaker suggestions, please let us know. Also, for our listeners, we have a trivia just for you. If you can guess the next episode based on these three hints, you will be entered into a drawing for a free movie ticket on us. First one to email us with a correct answer will be announced as the winner for the next episode. And to celebrate our 10th episode, we will draw for the winner of the ticket. Hopefully you're paying attention, because here we go. First hint. The lead actor for our next movie also plays a character on the TV show Mr. Robot. Second, the film features a purple Cadillac. And thirdly, it is written by Quentin Tarantino. Good luck! And email movieswithchill at gmail.com with your answer along with your first and last name. I hope you've enjoyed our program just as much as we did recording for you. Thank you, and stay tuned for the next episode.